Yo, welcome back. Woo! Yeah, man. Saturday, uh, boys. <laughs> Day before yeah. the games of week one, boy. We've been waiting on this. Oh, Hungry. Man. Yep, got the fridge stocked up with some beverages. <laughs> <laughs> so all, all water. You got no more water in the refrigerator, huh? <laughs> let me guess. Let me guess. Modelo. Malta. The Viagro. Modelo, Negro, but you know. Everything ready for week one, yeah, right? Yeah. You don't want to catch no cramps. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're eating wings. You don't want to catch those you. cramps, bro. You got to make sure yeah. you're <laughs> Yo, boy, you got a great show today, man. Uh, day before the football, man. So we want to run what? We want to talk about cash games, DFS, like everything, right? So... Like what? 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 What do you guys want to talk about? Like right now, kind of give out the fans what the next step to do. You know, twenty four hours before the game and get into these showdowns, man. Hey, this is a straight DFS show, man. So um, the best thing, if you don't have the time right now, because this takes time. If you don't have the time to play the games right now, just jump in and reserve the games. Because um, some, most of these games, the best games fill quickly, um, and today's the day most of those games are going to be filled up. So. It's best to like go in if you don't have the time. Just go in and reserve reserve those games so you have them, and then tomorrow in the morning or tonight when you're sitting down or whatever, you can go in and actually put the lineup in. That's that's like a, one thing you can consider doing right now. You know, it's the best game. As I said, the best games get filled real quick. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I would say, man, week one is definitely your best chance. You know, nobody has any type of information on this season yet, so. You know, so it is really your best chance. There's a lot of contests out there scouted out. If, you know, if you're not playing a lot of money, filter and scroll all the way to where you only have the <laughs> where you want. Game. You know, there's a contest out there. You could put 150 lineups in for for less than eight bucks. So, you know, it's yeah. a lot of opportunities this week. Yeah, man. Yeah. Let's talk about budgets, right? We wanna. It's week one. What, you know, we talked about budgets last week. Uh, what do you look at? What do you What do you want to do right now? You know, you were just talking about eight dollar games, but what's the mid budget that you want to go in for week one? Yeah, so I would say for the budget, um, you want to be playing more cash games and GPPs. Um, just think of GPPs kind of like how much money are you willing to lose? Because those contests are stacked. We're talking hundreds of thousands of people, if not a million. So if you're entering the Millie Maker. Keep it under control. You want your cash games to pay for your entries into these major uh, contests. So uh, that would be my biggest thing. Um, 75, 80% of your plays should be cash games. And that's also a test to uh, how well you're doing. So if you understand well, what you're doing, then, of course, you can increase how much you're contributing to those big price pools. So we got, uh, you want to review what, what contest is, what GPP contest is that you want to get into, what, what, which one you want to go into first here? 
I mean, since this is the first first week of this <laughs> football season, I mean, obviously you're going to see the millimaker. I mean, 150 lineup, you know, but at the same time, it's so cheap, three bucks, you know. You can go ahead and put three lineups in. It's a long shot. I mean, the percentage of winning is <laughs> it's, it's almost – it's almost as the same as trying to win the damn lotto. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but, you, but you still buy it. You still, right, you still go in on the lotto, right? Right, right. right now the yeah. lotto is like 400 mil, right? Yeah. <laughs> that reminds me. I got to buy a ticket. Um, got to do that before I, 9 I, o'clock. <laughs> yeah, I got I to put that long shot in because, yeah. you know, without a ticket, you don't have a chance. It's the same thing. More, more money. Without a lineup, money. you don't have a chance. More money for cash, right? <laughs> <laughs> More money for fantasy football, yo. Let's go. Yeah, but I mean, you can look at the you can look at the single entry uh, games as well. The single entry games that's probably where the probability of you winning uh, increases. So that's that's key. So you know, look at your budget. You know, budget is relative. Everybody makes different money. Everybody has you know more, you know, different disposable income. So you know, when you're looking at these games, you come out with your budget. If it's a hundred bucks, all right, you know that you're going to go ahead and play. You know. $70 out of that is probably going to be cap games, and then other $30 is going to be GPP. So you look at games, if you want to maximize the, your amount of entries, let's look at games that's cheaper, the $5 games, you know, the $10 games. Yeah. So you can, you know, target those. And that, you know, playing those cheap games also gives you um, the possibility of changing up your lineup, trying new things and all that stuff. But it increases your probability when you do single game entries. Yeah. What are the contests uh, that you want to jump in that you should think about jumping in other than those? You could probably do some head-to-heads in there, too, if you, if you want to. That's, I mean, you and you against one person, so uh, probability is high there as well. Um, you probably throw another $10 there. Yeah. Right. I think you win, what, 18 Right, right. Yeah, you're not going to get rich off of it, but doubling yeah. your money, that's not yeah, bad. Or close to doubling your money. Uh, close to doubling your money, that's not bad. That's the 80%. <laughs> exactly. And that keeps the train rolling. I was going to say as well, too, um, if you're if you're not on these platforms a lot, you may still have access to um, the experienced players exempt section of the game. So if you can get into those that, you know, you're not going to be going up against any sharks, and it has a better chance of you winning. You're not the beginners only. Exactly. Yeah. So if you get into those contests, if you have access, please do. Yeah. Please. Do. Yeah, because <laughs> the novice are there, and that's where you can. Yeah, you can. And it's win. And that's actually a good segue to that too, because you know we know that there's a lot of sharks out there. So what are the platforms <laughs> other than you know uh, FanDuel and DraftKings that everybody else can actually go into that you're not going to be facing all these sharks? You know, I know we, like I said, we went over it, but what other platforms should you be looking at tonight, tomorrow morning before 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock games hit? I mean, a sneaky, a sneaky platform, uh, but it's it's actually becoming super popular. I played <laughs> on it last year. It was Yahoo DFS. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was uh, that was kind of one of one of my little secret platforms that I was going on and, you know, getting get some wins there because, the Sharks wasn't really paying attention to that. They were looking, oh. they're going, they're going to where the money is, yeah. and, and Yahoo was not it. You know what I mean? So that's that's cool. Um, there's another one where you actually play against a computer. All you have to do is just build your lineup going up against a computer. Um, yeah, stat hero, stat hero, stat hero. right? So you right, know what you're facing, right? They build their lineup, and all you have to do is create a lineup going up against that. 
that's all you have to And Bill, once you beat once you um, beat that lineup, you get paid. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's key. Let's go GPP eligible players, man. Let's discuss the approach that we want to go through, uh, especially with our lineups that we want to go through. But let's talk about what players that we all are looking at that we can approach in the GPPs. You can approach GPP um, two ways. You can... But you have to have some long shots, some you know plus plays in there. Um, you know what I mean. But you also want to you want some high floor guys too. Um, high floor guys. Uh, I, I usually pay up at tight end because you know tight end is a key. You don't want to just give away points. So Kelsey, Kittle, all that stuff. So uh, that's that's one of my high floor that I always look at. Our position high floor that I look at when I'm doing um, mm-hmm. any lineup, pretty much catcher, GPP. You also no 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 go ahead. You also want to look at um, that running back. Most of the time, it's that running back or that receiver that's just in this amazing, um, like you rented the high floor, like, for example, like Dalvin Cook this week. Um, you want to look at him and make sure you have him in your lineup. But then you also want those punt play guys that you know, no one is thinking about. The guy that's probably going to get a couple targets, but it's going to be a couple bombs, you know. And then, you know, so you're, you're looking at nothing in the middle high and just, Super low at the same time. You said Dalvin Cook. Like, why Dalvin Cook? Let's, let's go with well, that. What are you looking at when, when, when you're looking at well, Dalvin Cook? Well, you know that he's going to have – so you want that guy that you know is going to smash because he's going to be in everybody's lineup, right? But then you also want to want – you you, you and he's going to give you the points that you need. But then you also want to need those punt plays. So um, off the top of my head, I, I, I don't know, maybe like someone who's, who nobody's expecting – like an AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would say uh, Ren is being generous, saying there's only two ways. <laughs> there's a million ways to take the line. No, no. When I say two ways, either you're gonna, you know, put players in a position, or you go all. I, you know, what I mean, that, that's what I mean. You're gonna have what? I, what position would you guys punt play at? That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, typically in GPPs, uh, I have a wide receiver. Yeah, wide receiver is my favorite position to be, yeah. like take chances on. Yeah, it, it, uh, because always, you got those key players, and all you need from these um, those key players is just a, you look at the ceiling of some of these guys, like players like you know probably not a high ceiling guy, but as you said, like a Russell Gage, um, Corey Davis type type of a guy, where you know what I mean. They're cheap enough, but they can come into your lineup and smash. You know what I mean? So high ceiling guys. You also want to look at the, you know, obviously with the ownership, you know, because GBP is about yeah. is about finding that guy that diamond in the rough, the diamond in the rough, no one that that no one else thinks is going to go off. So right, target someone who like Kyle Pitts this week. Everybody has Kyle Pitts. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. He's not a GPP guy whatsoever. Yeah. So I mean, you may want to have him in there, but you want a guy like. I don't know, MVS or someone who's just going to catch a bomb and, you know, you want to have that guy in there as well. Yep. Yeah. Another thing, too, just make sure because a lot of people try to use every single dollar of their salary cap into their lineups. You don't want to do that in GPP. No. Even if you win, you're probably splitting it with a thousand other people. So that you want to get yourself into a situation where it to be as 
diverse as possible from all the lineups. You want to leave maybe around two thousand dollars right. of your cap space left. Let's let's go into individual players, individual positions, right? Uh, let's go cash games, right? What quarter, like in quarterbacks right now, right? What quarterback are you guys think that people should really look into and why? All right, so for cash games, you want you want, as I said, you want high ceiling. Uh, sorry, high floor players. So you're looking at quarterbacks that you know gonna do good. Like you know they're gonna give you a nice floor. To, gonna give you points. So I know we, we, we spoke about a couple of couple of quarterbacks. Um, for today, though, we, as a group, the consensus is yeah. uh, we're going with Tannehill and Murray on this one, right? Um, and it's based on their matchups. Um, you know it's they're going up against each other. So you um, you can expect that game to be high scoring. Uh, and that's another thing to look at when you're, when you're setting your lineups. Look at the, you know, look at the Vegas line on, on, on a lot of these games. If it's going to be a high scoring game, you want to target those games when you're looking at that. Yeah, make sure that your lineup tells a story too for cash. Yep. Yeah, you don't want to grab um, you don't want to grab Tannehill and then have Derrick Henry in the same lineup. Like, mm-hmm. are they going to run the ball or are they going to? So, yeah, <laughs> right. You want to tell a story? Pick one. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. if you have Murray, you want to have DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins. Exactly. Right. You yeah. want to stack cash games. You want to kind of stack because your expectation yeah. is that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, like Ren said, high floor quarterback this week, Murray, Tannehill, they're going to be an almost guaranteed shootout. So you want those guys on your team. All right. Yep. Why, why Tannehill? Why? I mean, I, Ren gave us the reason why he's going Tannehill, why you should go Tannehill. What's your reason, man? Or Murray? My reason for Tannehill is because this week, both Julio and A.J. Brown have fantastic matchups like we don't even know the name of the corners those guys are going up against and that's reason enough to insert these guys into your lineup as much as you can especially for cash games because they're going to return and i'm not worried about ownership percentage in a cash game situation because i just need to be at the top 50 percent. and if those guys get me there they give me exactly the value i need then that's all i want Exactly. Pete? Um, as far as Ryan Tannehill? Yeah, Tannehill or Murray, man. Um, Tannehill, well, let's look at it this way. So, Arizona, we feel as if it's going to put up points. Both defenses are not strong. Both offenses are very high-powered. So, yeah. it, it's a very, it's fantasy-friendly. It's a fantasy-friendly um, uh, fantasy game. Kind of what we saw last uh, on Thursday night with Tampa mm-hmm. Dallas. We expect both quarterbacks to come out shooting. Um, we expect the receivers, Hopkins um, and Hopkins, A.J. Brown, Julio to get a lot of targets. And then they're both mobile quarterbacks. So we know that Murray's going to run. We know that Tannehill is going to run. So it's just a, it's a really favorable matchup. So, and both defense lack. So that, that's the argument for both quarterbacks. Now we talked about how you know, we want to go quarterbacks, same quarterback receiver, make the story make sense, no running back, right? Uh, like, you can't get Tannehill and go ahead and get Derrick County. Like, well, what's going on? So, I know we agreed on our wide receivers that we were going to go Hopkins and A.J. Brown. Why Hopkins and not Christian Kirk or Rondell Moore? You know, obviously Hopkins is the man, but the same thing. Why A.J. Brown and not Julio? 
it's a cash game. You want you want the high the the high the high floor guy. So we know that Hopkins is going to come out and get ten plus targets. We know that AJ Brown is probably going to score at least one touchdown or two in this one. So as far as like Julio, you would target AJ over Julio because of the familiar, familiarity with the quarterback, right? right. So mm-hmm. when he backs up, he's probably going to look at AJ first. You know, there's just that familiarity. So yeah, that's why you know, and not like a Elijah Moore, Rondell Moore, those are more punt play guys for cash for uh, GPP. Mm-hmm. For me, it's uh, touchdown, touchdown and target. I look at those things, those two things, touchdown and target. So AJ Brown, uh, kind of like to um, target AJ Brown in the red zone, which is you know, which is cool. Same thing with Hopkins. Hopkins is just like that great, like nobody can really cover that dude. Um, <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> and he's gonna get the targets, like. You know, I mean, while AJ Brown is not going to get as many targets as Hopkins, he's going to be target. Uh, he's going to be looked at in the red zone, which is key. If he touchdowns, that's you know, that's seven points, uh, six points. So you want to get those points. So, um, so that's why I look at it. The high floor guys, as Paul said. So both both of these guys have high floor, high target share, and um, you know, high touchdown um, probability. So yeah. So I mean, we're we're talking specific names, but what we're more so discussing it is, is the profile you should be looking for. Looking so there, a player right. like uh, Calvin Ridley or Devontae Adams, those right. are players that fit that profile. With profile, that right? Yeah. So those those are the type of players that we're looking at. All right. Uh, let's go to running backs. Right. What What do we agree on on running backs here? We We got a couple here. <laughs> one that sticks out like a sore thumb for everyone. Yep. <laughs> <James> Robinson. <laughs> Robinson $5,800 on FanDuel is an absolute lock. You will not be the only one using this guy. So. <laughs> He's an absolute lock. And with him being $5,800 at the running back position, these pricings were said before ETN got hurt. So, Take advantage of it while you can, because this guy is probably going to be in the 8K range after this game. But, yeah, um, James Robinson definitely is somebody that you want to target. Um, it's going to be a shootout type of game, and, you know, all he has to do is catch five passes while they're driving in two-minute offense. And that, man, that's <clears throat> He goes off. Yep. He's going to go off, especially mm-hmm. with the offense. So let's yep. go, you know, the next options that we had here was uh, Maserati. Mozart, mm-hmm. Raheem Mozart. What do you what do you think about that room? I like him because look at who he's going up against. <laughs> <laughs> the matchup, play the matchup. Yeah, I, I'm playing the matchup, man. Um, They're playing they, what? going up against Detroit. Detroit, yeah. and, and oh, I just expect them to smash. Detroit defense is soft, like so. I just they were in a uh, great run defense last year, and I expect the same new coaching staff, so forth. Um, it, it just looks like a team that's in the sample. Like they're not. It doesn't. Nothing about that team says play any players on it, and nothing about <laughs> that team says I can defend any player. Um, so I'm looking forward. I, I'm looking. I'm, I'm playing the matchup in that one because um, I, I expect. And Maserati, he, he needs five carries to get a hundred yards. Because <laughs> yeah. 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 the dude, if, if they team, they team well, and. Right, he's they seem well, and um, once he hits the hole, he's gone, and that's that's key. You're looking for somebody that you know can, can take yeah. to the house, and he's he's generally that that kind of a player. And again, you you, you don't think about injuries because you're not holding this guy for the season. You don't you don't consider all that. You mm-hmm. only need him for this game. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
Yep, next so take, those, take that bias. Yeah, take those biases out when you when you're doing this. Oh, he's always injured. No, he's not injured right now. Not he's right not injured now. in this he, game, so you're gonna go ahead and He's good. He's good right now. <laughs> he's good. Right. He's good right now. So play him now. This is probably your only chance to get him healthy. So <laughs> and, 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 and I think what what is Maserati going for? What? Fifty five? Fifty eight hundred? Or is it a uh, 6,100. So just 6,100, yeah. More expensive than James Robinson. But, man, like, it, and, uh, you know, we talk about the opponent, but the uh, 49ers defense is very good. And yeah. if this is a situation where they're ahead, they're we're getting even out. more runs. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, so it's, it's a really good, really good play for this week. All right. Yeah. Now we got uh, Damon Harris, right? I think one of the key things, uh, Pete, you're going to talk about is just like, who they're playing, the defense that they're playing, he's probably going to get the ball more and, and even what the amount is going to cost. So what is Damian Harris at as far as cost goes? Uh, Damian Harris uh, is 5,800. Um, and the reason why we like him is that, so they're going up against the Dolphins. Dolphins has one of the best secondaries in football. Rookie quarterback, Matt Jones. So yeah. obviously, Bill Belichick Hall of Fame coach. He's not going to come out there and say, let me throw the football. <laughs> so, so he, we assume that, you know, it takes points to win. Where is the points going to come from? Right. Damien Harris, you know, so the run game, um, Dolphins don't have the best rush defense. You can't really target them in the air. It's going to be a lot of short passing, a lot of rushing, trying to manage the clock. Um, so Damien Harris is just a good play. He's not going to be a guy that's heavily targeted as well. Or heavily rostered, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that is the weak point of the um, Dolphins defense. They gave up 116 yards, um, average of 116 yards um, last year, giving up 116 yards in the rushing. Um, rushing. So that's the only knowing Belichick. Belichick is gonna, you know, focus on your weak point, and that will be the Dolphins' weak point at this point. And because Steven, um, Stevenson is out, um, it's just gonna be Harris back there. James White's gonna, you know, get a little target here and there, but. It's going to be the Harris show. So, and if they're in the red zone, most likely the quarterback doesn't run, so you don't have to worry about that. So Harris is going to get those red, red zone um, looks to go ahead and just um, punch it in and so forth. Yeah, this is the clearest the Patriots backfield has ever been. Take it down. Yeah. <laughs> Take it down. For real. <laughs> All right, so we got last one, man. Let's go with Najee Harris. We picked up Najee Harris here. Why? Why is Naj- Najee Harris the best option at this point? Share volume. Share volume, not really a tough defense. They're going to use him a ton. And his price point is $6,700. It's it's not bad. This this guy could easily score two touchdowns in this one. So he's going to get the return value. Against the rush, man, the Buffalo defense was actually even worse than the Dolphins defense. So even (laughs) – and if (laughs) if he's going to get the volume – um, I expect the same the same result. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking at that. Um, so volume and how and the makeup of the defense. I'm not saying that the defense can improve from last year, but right now we that's all we have to project on, right? Is the stats from last year. I don't expect it to be much different. So what do we say about those guys? I'm sorry. Go ahead, um, Myth. No, no, no. I was just saying. Yeah, I agree. What what do we say about those guys that are like, listen, there's Claypool out there, Juju's out there, Deontay Johnson's out there. Um, we know that he's going to get that ball, that he's going to run, Harris is going to run, but there's a catching app option towards him too, right? So is that something that you look at, or is it like, oh, man, I don't want to put Harris in there because I know he's gonna, they're going to throw the ball more to these three guys? I mean, 
man, this was one of the highest scoring games on the slate. The Steelers defense is not as good as it used to be. Josh Allen is going to demolish that defense. So, yeah, we're going to be <laughs> it's a, a situation where you're expecting a lot of passing to go on, but they drafted this guy for a reason. Over 240 pounds, you know, Deontay Johnson is more of a short-range type of guy, so is Juju. Um, Claypool is a shot play guy, but we really trust Big Ben to be throwing bombs all game long. No. So when they get down into that red zone, I expect to see a lot of Najee Harris. You got to hit the team with, you want to slow down the clock, well, speed up the clock um, and slow down the game. Keep this guy on the sideline. Keep Josh Allen on the sideline. So that's going to be the best thing for them um, just to make sure that, man, that's the only way that they can compete. Honestly, this this thing is going to be probably a blowout. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to tight ends, man. We, we agreed on two big-time tight ends right now that everybody's probably looking at, right? Uh, one big-time guy, we got Travis Kelsey right there, right? And next guy is going to be Pitts. Why Travis Kelsey? We know he's expensive as I don't know what. Everybody should know that. <laughs> Why Kelsey, man? Because we know sure thing, man. Yeah, sure thing. Sure, sure thing. thing. Pass game, you want that high floor. Yeah, you want that. Sure, floor, sure, and still have a humongous feeling. You know what I mean? Um, that's the thing about Kelsey. Kelsey gives you that high floor plus it gives you a great feeling. So, it, as I said, in cash game, you want the sure thing. Um, Kelsey and Kittle is a sure thing. Kittle is probably the only time you're going to get him healthy as well. <laughs> you probably want to use him before he goes. Kittle is going on FanDuel. Kittle is going like a thousand, you know, a thousand dollars cheaper. So, if you want to go the cheaper route, if you have a problem, you know, Fitting Kelsey in your lineup, Kittle is a great a great option, regardless of ownership. Also, the opponent Cleveland is Cleveland is a good football team offensively. They're going to put up some points. This is one that uh, it's going to keep going. I'm not saying it's going to be a go. It's it's going to be a good football game. Points are going to be put on the board by the opposing team. So uh, your boy Pat Pat Mahomes Pat Mahomes is going to continue throwing. So. All the way into the fourth quarter, he's going to be throwing stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my favorite games on this slate this week, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, the Browns get their rematch, retooled with Odell potentially playing. So that's something I'm really looking forward to. Um, yeah, these guys, they're at the top end, but they're also very chalk. Like Ren said, don't worry about the ownership. Somebody else that you could be looking at is Kyle Pitts, $6,000. Um, He's probably going to be 80% owned, but, hey, that's 80% of the field that you don't have to worry about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're so, all on the same boat. So let me go into Kyle Pitts here. Why Kyle Pitts? Well, I mean, we, you're looking at Matt Ryan. No, we, we're hoping Ridley does well. Pitts is, what, second guy maybe? He, like, what, what are we looking at? Yeah, so with Pitts, I, it's – man, the – Eagles defense is really bad against tight ends. And, I mean, Eagles um, the, defense is bad, and Eagles is bad in general. But, but, but why? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> he found a way to get that in, huh? Hey, Yo, hey, he hey. got that in some way, bro. Like, <laughs> no, wow. Uh, the safety, Rodney McLeod, has been ruled out for week one. The linebackers are supposed to be the ones that keep up with Kyle Pitt. He's yeah. doing six four, runs a four four. No, no linebacker is keeping up with this guy, and our safety is obviously not the most experienced dude. So yeah, that that's definitely a point. And you know, if, if we look at this as a team that's going to funnel um, their passing game through two people, Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts, 
um, then Ridley will probably be the one that gets the more attention. So, right. yeah, with the with Calvin being in the interior, he has a bigger chance of success. Not that Ridley is, isn't going to eat, but if you're looking at the tight end landscape, this guy has a high floor. Right. All right. Uh, your options on that, Pitts? Uh, um, on PJ? About Pitts? No, no. No, no. Said it. Said it all. All right, so we know defenses. We were talking about what? Dolphins D, Patriots mm-hmm. D, not Philly D, right? Who shot? Any other defenses that you guys are, like, particularly looking at or just like, yo, you know, what do you feel as, as far as defense goes? Defense is, like, Hope for a touchdown. <laughs> That's really all you're looking for. And, you know, when you're looking at pricing, the payoff option, if anybody's paying up, they're probably going to dive into the 49ers. Right. But um, uh, a good pay down option, well, a good payup option that's not as expensive as the Broncos defense. Um, Daniel Jones loves to fumble the ball. <laughs> and more fumbles there are, the higher chance of scoring. Yep. Von Miller is back, one of the toughest secondaries in the league, if not the toughest. So, you know, that that's a defense that I, I have in a lot of my lineups. Uh, for me, I have the Dolphins defense. As as Mitch said, you're looking for takeaways and, and touchdowns. Yep. And Dolphins has arguably one of the best secondary in football right now. And um, going up against a rookie quarterback, I expect, you know, one or two takeaways. Um, and and that's where, that's why I have the Dolphins defense. I'm looking for, you know, the potential of uh, takeaways. Uh, you know, Xavier Jones is out there. That boy is, he's going to get get at least one in. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's a given. If he's picking off Pat Mahomes, hey, sorry, Derek. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that boy is. <laughs> so, this rookie, this rookie quarterback, they're going to give him a, a lot of different looks that he didn't see in college. And, um, you know what I mean? That when he was playing on Alabama, you know, you've never seen him before. So now you're going to see this. You know, they're going to be standing up. You don't know where they're going. And you know, and they don't have the the wide receiver depth to really, you know what I mean, to really um, challenge these uh, corners. So you're going to see a lot of exotic looks from the defense. And I expect the offense to have a lot of takeaways in the game and uh, can potentially run one down. Yep. Right. Yo, so we ran up on cash games, right? Let's go to GPP, man. What quarterback should you be looking at in GPP? High-feeling guys. Um, High-high-feeling guys. Yeah. Matt Ryan, um, low percentage owned as of right now, Matt Ryan. Um, another one that we talked about was Sam Darnold. Yeah. Um, High-feeling guy. So, you know, I, I don't want to kill Philadelphia because we've been talking about Philadelphia a lot. Uh, <laughs> but Matt Ryan could throw the football. He has the weapons. He's going up against Philly. He's, I think, 7,300 on FanDuel. Not someone that people really look at, but he's someone that can easily put up three touchdowns. He's done it countless times before. Um, and Sam Donald has a lot of weapons. Same thing, going up against the Jets. Um, a lot of issues, it's the Jets. So, you know, you can see a revenge game. Sam Donald has DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, C-Max. You can see him put up three touchdowns. So, they're good GPP punt plays. Uh, just to add to that, going up against the, with the Sam Darnold pick, uh, why, I, why I have Sam Darnold in a lot of my uh, GPT lineups is because they're going up against a bunch of rookie rookie corners. Um, the Jets, the Jets were averaging was giving up over 287 yards last year. Uh, now you have rookie corners 
and it's the revenge game factor for um, and Darnell and Robbie Anderson. Uh, so that's a good stack right there. I feel like, and Robbie Anderson already came out and said he looks forward. He's looking forward to this game. Like, so I think these boys, I already planned it. Like they're coming to ball. They're coming to show the Jets organization that y'all, y'all fail. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Y'all fail us. We didn't fail you. And I, I think that it's going to be a proven, proven game. And I, th- I expect, you know, them to come out and smash. I know we agreed on, our quarterbacks, we agreed on Sam Donald, um, Murray, and then Jalen Hurts from Philly, right? Miff, you're the Philly guy, right? <laughs> nah, you can fly, so, right? Yeah, so Jalen Hurts, man. Jalen Hurts at 7,600 on FanDuel is a target for me because – not only does he have a, a high floor with the rushing ability, but he also has a high ceiling. Um, Atlanta is very good against the run. I know a lot of people probably just think the defense overall is bad, but as long as Grady Jarrett is playing, the, that team is very good against the run. So, And they're going to have to score. And if you're going to have to score, what better corners to score against? <laughs> you, know, you can't really name the corners on the side of, of the Falcons, and that's something that I always go to. Um, you know, it, it, the wide receiver core for the Eagles is a little bit uh, inexperienced, but they have a lot of speed guys. A couple double moves, and we're talking big plays. And that's the biggest thing with Jalen Hurts. If he doesn't get it done through the air, he will do it through the ground. Right. They have to play in shallow. And if they play yeah. in shallow, he's going to, he can hurt you. Over the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why Kyler Murray? The, just the game he's playing in. I mean, and the dual threat. The dual yeah, threat with Kyler Murray. Yeah. Because it, in, in the red zone, don't get, don't get it twisted, man. If you watched last year, anything within the 20-yard line, Kyler Murray, yeah, he looked for his receivers. But at the same time, if he can't find one, that boy will tuck it in and run. And his speed is ridiculous. So you can get that dual threat uh, from him. You can get that rushing touchdown. And as you know, passing is four. Rushing is, you know, is sick. So he can, he can, uh, you can get at least one or two rushing touchdowns from him. Like that's that's there. That's that feeling is there. That's what I'm saying. So it's a high feeling kind of a guy. Mm-hmm. So we're going into this guy quarterback. Let's go to receivers, right? We got a plethora of receivers that we're looking at in GPP. We got Ridley, Hopkins, uh, Corey Davis, Gabriel. Uh, I believe we had Randall Cobb. And am I mm-hmm. right? Are we looking at and DJ Chark, DJ, DJ Chark, Chark. Yep. and DJ Chark, right? Uh, pick one of these guys and kind of explain why, you know, the breakdown of of choosing that that that, that specific person, that player. Randall, I, I, Randall Cobb, are you? Go, go ahead, go ahead. Paul. All right, so Randall Randall Cobb, right? That's Aaron Rodgers, guys. We know that Aaron Rodgers is going to put points on the board, right? He's going to come out. He's going to they're going to score the football. So. Randall Cobb, a cheap guy, a, a low-end guy, uh, a, a guy that not a lot of people um, expect to be – is not going to be really rostered. That's a good GPP play because he could come out, score a touchdown or two, especially um, if the best you know corners on Devontae or they, they double Devontae, whatever the case may be. All right. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, for me, man, I'm going to go with um, – I know, Myth, you want to cover DJ Tark, huh? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll let you with that one. So I'll go with Corey Davis, man. Um, 
the reason why I'm going going Corey, Corey Davis, you look at what happened in the preseason. That's his favorite target. Uh, that's the quarterback, the quarterback's favorite target. Um, I think I think it was ridiculous. His target share, his catches was probably eighty percent <laughs> of the targets um, in, in the in the preseason. So I expect him to be a focal point of that offense. And it's not it's not going to be a player that a lot of people are on. Um, you know, going up against. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Um, going up against. Um, I'm sorry. Where are they going up against? I've lost train of thought. Yeah. Jaguars. Uh, Carolina. 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 Yeah. Sorry. So yeah, so I expect if we if we're looking on one side of this this game and we're saying that Robbie Anderson and um, Sam Darnold's going to put up put up numbers, they're going to be forced to pass the ball, and if that's his favorite target, he's going to force feed uh, Corey Davis, and you can see it's going to be low 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 percentage percentage on, and it's a, the ceiling is there if he's going to get um, a monster target share out of that offense. How much is uh how much is he, Corey Davis? Um, fifty eight hundred on FanDuel. All right, mm-hmm. all right. Man, yeah. What's what's the next? Uh, I think you were going shark, correct? Yeah, I actually like both of the DJs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you we more to DJ keep a, Yeah, keep a common theme here, which is playing against bad corners. When you get that matchup with these guys popping, and they're all around the six thousand dollar mark, like that gives you lineup flexibility. So with DJ Moore, we're the thing with DJ Moore, he does play in an offense that is stacked. Yep. But at the same time, he is the alpha of that team. And we saw the one preseason game he did play, this guy, he was it. He, he, this guy is prime time. With DJ Chark, this dude that didn't even play in the preseason, the ownership is going to be less than 2% on this guy. He right. is out of sight, out of mind. And for him to be priced like this, this is somebody that we've already seen do it. He had a season where he went crazy, and he just got a quarterback upgrade. So, you know, those are two alphas that I'm looking at against really bad corners and sort of kind of shootout type of game. So those guys are going to be very, very low-owned, and they're going to be very intriguing. I'm putting those those guys in as many lineups as I can. Um a punt play for me, Gabriel Davis, and that this, please check the inactives. Uh, make yeah. sure those are not playing. Yeah. Just don't put them in. Yeah, I mean, just yeah. make sure you yeah. check those inactives. <laughs> Man, this guy was tearing up the preseason. I, I know I say preseason a lot because I'm not trying to say that I put a lot of stock into it, but this is the way you judge chemistry. Josh Allen played the most snaps out of any starting quarterback in this preseason uh, in their third game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, who was his favorite guy? Gabriel Davis. Gabriel Davis. was all over the field. And he averages over 15 yards per catch. This is the guy that you want. And he's so cheap. We're talking for uh, less than $4,000. So, you know, that's somebody that you really want, man. And you're like, yeah. get, get that pop, and then it'll give you some lineup flexibility as well. And understand, Emmanuel Sanders is not out. He's not playing this week. And this is oh, so it, it's confirmed that he's it's out. confirmed that he's not playing this week. Oh, oh right. so this lock is, him in. You gotta lock, lock him in because of lock that. him in. Yeah, you know what I mean. In. So, um, yep. and what, what, what we talk about? We talk about Shark. But what about Hopkins here? I mean, Hopkins and Ridley is is Hopkins and Ridley. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because we, because we talk about Hopkins and the cat game, but he's a, yeah. he's a good yeah, he's a good high floor guy. Yeah. So. Um, 
you want a couple of those when you're building your um, your GPP lineup. You still want guaranteed points. You can't just go all public, right? So yeah. guarantee guarantee fantasy points. That's what Hopkins um, do for you and do for your lineup. And he has a great matchup. So you know, going up against Tannehill. So um, Tennessee, I should say. Um, so I ex- expect you know it's just a high floor to give give you that sense of security in your lineup. Now. Going to the running backs, we pretty much talked about this in the cash games, right? We said Dalvin Cook. Right. We said Najee Harris. We said Damian, Damian Harris, right? Am I correct on that one? Yeah. New yeah. England. Mm-hmm. And we pretty much said James Robinson. Maserati's out there, too, if you want to be interested in it. So we kind of went through that and the reasons why, right? The biggest, the biggest uh, I guess, surprises would be on the GPP for tight ends, right? So the three tight ends that we said was uh, Cochran, uh, Cochran, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ertz and Janu Smith. So, Myth, mm-hmm. why Janu Smith? Janu Smith. Okay, so there's a lot of confusion when New England signed both tight ends to mega contracts, and everybody's like, oh my God, I don't know who to really use. Right. But if you go back to the style that they play in and Janu Smith and how he played in Tennessee early last season, this guy was going to blow up. He was a top five tight end to start off the season. I look at him like a move tight end. The only reason why he faded down the line was because he had to come in and block more due to offensive line issues. Hunter Henry is is an inline guy. He is primarily a blocker. Um, A lot of people look at him like he caught a lot of passes. That's fine because the Chargers had a better offensive line than the Titans did. I expect Hunter Henry to block more. Um, John o. Smith, I actually look at him like the primary target in that offense. Um, because I, if I'm not mistaken, Aguilar is not playing this week, is he? No, no I don't believe not. so. He's yeah. not. Yeah. So we're, it's going to be John o. Smith and Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers is more of an intermediate guy. Right. Um, if John o. Smith catches a pass, he is dynamic. After and he, he's going to be targeted a lot in the red zone. Yeah, exactly. And this is a low ownership guy because from everybody is still fearful of Hunter Henry being involved in the offense. So that that's a very good edge to have. And it's forty nine hundred dollars. So similar to the situation with Zach Ertz, low ownership guy because of Godier. Uh well Goddard, mm-hmm. sorry, and he's 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 a guy that could come out. We know that they're gonna to have to uh score in order to with, with, against Atlanta. Jalen Hurts um good rush decent rush defense with Atlanta's rush defense. So um, Zach Ertz could come out and get get at least six, seven targets and possibly a touchdown. High throw guy. That's all you need for him to pay off his salary. Yeah. And Cochran? Um, what about Cochran here? Cochran, for me, man, the reason why I like this guy is the offense that he's in. It's not a lot of, um, other than, you know, other than the Jefferson and um, Thielen, yeah. there's, there's really nobody else out there. Uh, going up against Cincinnati, that gave up uh, over 246 yards uh, to class catchers. Um, they, they're not really good against uh, the tight end. They're probably ranked like below, the, the, you know, I think they rank like 26 against tight end. All right. uh, so, and then there's not, the target share is going to be there. They're going to look for this guy in the red zone. And granted, you have two killer wide receiver out there as well with a killer running back. Right. But Cochran, the way how he's cheap, the, the price, you just need a touchdown from him, and he, he, it pays off. Uh, so these are the puck plays that you want to play in GPP, the long shots that's going to be low ownership, that can separate you from the masses. And this is a great, great play because of the targets here, because of who they're going up against. And um, 
how much yardage they've given up as uh, um, for that defense. Oh, one more thing for Conklin. Um, I know a lot of people don't. Kyle Rudolph was productive. This guy was catching touchdowns in that offense. Kirk Cousins yeah. has a propensity to look for him. Look when for Titus. Get, yeah, when they get into the red zone. If Mike Zimmer doesn't call a running play, yeah. that is. <laughs> yeah, so that guy has a great opportunity to be productive. I know it's a new name, but Still don't worry about the name. Don't worry about the name. Yeah. Don't worry about the name. Especially You're looking at ownership, too. They're yeah. planning on using the tight end more anyways with Irv Smith, so don't think mm-hmm. that's going to change at all, right? Exactly. Um, let's go to our favorite, my favorite subject, um, segment, shadow coverage, man. Like, what wide receiver and corner matchups are you guys looking at right now? That is a steal. <laughs> it is kind of the same players that we've been talking about. Uh, yeah. The Carolina. Uh, Carolina I'm targeting the Jets. Yeah, in the Texans, the Texans corners, man, like there's a lot of bad defenses out there to target this week, and you know the top of it is in the Hopkins, Hopkins and Murray stack is going to prevail this week. Yeah. yeah. All right. So what, I agree. What players that listen? You think we already talked about the players that we think we should start. What players do you think, like, you? hey, listen, I, I got you, but don't look at these guys. Like, you got to sit these guys. You got to get away from these guys for your sit and starts. What are they? Allen Robinson. That's um, a sit? That's, that's not. That's a sit? Yeah, that's not the guy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you should have Saquon Barkley. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to yeah. say Saquon Barkley. Well, you know. The, the contrarian thing with Saquon Barkley, everybody's going to be off him. Yeah, that's true. Expects that he's going to be on the pitch count. He's going to have that injury situation going on, and he could easily get get two balls and run it in. Yep. Exactly. exactly, easily, and it would pay off. Um, Eckler, I'm off for anybody in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm all about Listen, Javante. I'm um, not Javante, but uh, Williams, Jamal Williams. I mean, I, I, I'm not saying go after him now, but he is very <laughs> intriguing. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm, I'm intriguing. See, yeah. I'm talking DFS. I'm talking about DFS. I'm just yeah. not chancing. <laughs> I'm trying to win money here. I'm not gotcha. chancing any of that. Yeah. So any, so no oh, anybody. Um, I apologize. I, I don't think Allen Robinson is on the main slate. Um, he's not. No. He's not. No, he's not. I'll swap him out with Marquez Callaway. 3,400 people think this guy is super safe. Green Bay has a really nasty secondary. It's yeah. a run game they're not good at. So people are going – he's going to be high on. So if you want to be a little different, do not touch Marquez Callaway. Yeah. At least yeah. not this week. Not this week. <laughs> <laughs> Austin Eckler against Washington. Yeah, against Washington. Yeah, that's a very tough defense, and we're not even sure if this guy is healthy. We don't even know if he's healthy. Yeah, we don't even know if he's going to start. I don't. I don't. He has a hamstring, so easily that could flare up. Yeah, and and he's out of the game. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he's out of the game. Me me for me, man. I'm I'm looking at Odell. Right. I I feel like hey, Odell's coming off this injury. We don't know how he's going to look. Didn't play mm-hmm. his, the third preseason game, and then you're. I think you're, he's going to be limited too. KC, and he's going to be limited. Yeah. You're facing mm-hmm. KC. Don't go based on that name and think that he's going to, you know, smash as as Ren would say, you know, smash out there, especially against KC. Man, them KC boys, they're waiting for you to throw that ball because they're ball hungry. They ball hawks, yo. They'll mm-hmm. risk the interception 
you know, or a key touchdown for an interception at any point, and I don't think OBJ is going to be ready for that. Right? Yeah. Um, prop looks, right? Player prop locks, right? What, what, what do you guys have on that? Um, player props, man, there's, I feel like all these lines have shifted from when I originally reviewed it, so <laughs> they're, they're not valid anymore, man, I'm, re, I'm yeah, they're, they're really not valid anymore, because, um, you know, we're looking at players that we were expecting to have, man, these books are really sharp, they're really sharp, um, yeah, that's pretty much all I can say for that one. <laughs> Yeah, because one of the games, especially the Thursday night game, um, with the wait, actually the books ended up being wrong on that, but it swung into almost two touchdown favor of the um, Tampa Bay Bucks. Tampa Bay game started, and it didn't start out like that. So you know, my advice to player props: get in early and get in very early because by the time they adjust, it's going to be an issue. Yeah. Um, any intriguing bets? Um, the the Cleveland Browns and the Chiefs game. I think that's an over. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's an over. And then um, for the Chargers and Washington game, I think it's around forty-five points. I'm gonna go under on that one. I think this ends up being a de- defensive struggle. Um, and it's going to be a lot more running of the ball than people would typically expect. Washington defense is really good. Herbert is good, but that defense, defense is, is really good. Really good. What is what is the uh, the Dolphins in the New England? Anyone else? It's going to vary based on books, so you can have. I'm to trying to pick up. Uh, trying to pull up DraftKings yeah. right now. That game is going to be a very low low scoring game as well. Super low spot. <laughs> not gonna be biased right now, so I'm not gonna say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they do not have a high power offense. I, 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 I'm not gonna be biased. Uh, 40, right now, so 43. Gonna... 43 and a half. Yeah. That, yeah that's really low. You're low on that way, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or um, Bills and Steelers is another one where I think the, the points, Bills are getting six and a half. Yeah. Um, those are, I think it's more than that. I think they, they crushed that. The Bills? Yeah. Know. I want to say so, bro. That they crushed six. Six and a half, yes. I believe they do. I believe they do. Um, reason being, um, we talked about it a little bit earlier. The, the Bills, man, they look good. Like, <laughs> I want to be that guy that hates on Josh Allen. Like, no way he's going to repeat this. But, man, he has the weapons. And Steelers, they're not as good as everybody thinks. They have T.J. Watt, really good guy. But they lost Bud Dupree. They lost Mike Hilton. I think old man Hayden is still in the, in the secondary <laughs> somewhere out there by himself trying to help shore up this man. They do not have enough um, players to match up. All right, man. That's going to be it for us, man. Any bold prediction you guys want to throw up in the air? Um, <laughs> say nothing Philly, bro. Don't waste your time. <laughs> Don't say nothing. Bold prediction. Yeah, man. Oh, Christian Cook catches a bomb for a touchdown. Bold prediction. 
Christian Kirk. Okay, okay. Nice so you're not loving Kirk. Rondell Moore at all. At all. <laughs> no, I, I rather I rather Christian Kirk. All right. Okay. All right. It's a bold prediction. It's a bold prediction. I got one for you, uh, PJ. But go ahead. What you what you got? Uh, you say you got one for me. That's I got one for you. It's not Dolphins related. It's not Dolphins related. What you got? My uh, bold yeah. prediction. It is Philly related. Uh, um, <laughs> but it, it has more to do with the team they're playing. All right. Either Quez Watkins or Jalen Rager catches a forty-plus touchdown. All right. You got uh, my bold prediction. I like Jalen Rager. Yeah. Uh, my my bold prediction is uh, AJ Green catches two touchdowns. Wow. Oh, you, went, you went deep down that bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going after that Detroit defense, yeah. man. I'm sorry. I'm going after that Detroit defense. He was scrolling for a while. I knew Yeah, he you know. <laughs> I was looking for it. Yeah. yeah. So my, my, my bold prediction has a lot to do with PJ here. So I'm going to agree with PJ, and I'm going to go even further. I'm going to say Elijah Moore comes out, explodes that game, comes out with two touchdowns. Okay. Wow. Okay. I don't believe in that. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a Corey Davis guy. <laughs> uh, All right, man, that's it. I got, uh, I got the room. Is I got the room is split. You got one more? And it ain't even a bold prediction. Me and he gonna be one and zero when this oh, is all. Oh, that's gonna be done. easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then these two boys, Ren and Mitch, will be one baby. <laughs> yep. Wow. Okay. All right. I, I, I don't like even it. know who like we face next week, but I know Ring will go zero and two again next week. He might go zero and two. You know what? Hey, you know what's ill about like you know what's ill about this conversation and us picking DFS. A lot of the DFS players that we're picking, right? That we say is going to be high powered. Hit the pits of the world. You know, the James <laughs> Robinson of the world. They're on my team. <laughs> so you're willing to put your money on it, on my players, but yet I'm going to no. be the one losing. But okay. <laughs> you don't spot. realize here is that we have four options in running backs. <laughs> no, no, I know you do, but if the consensus is, I promise you. James Robinson is the highest owned in all the y'all I know. The last time, the last time I checked, the dude you're playing against does have a match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's one player. Yeah, that's one player. You got Barkley too. Uh, well, Barkley, we we kind of we don't know if Barkley's been playing. Yeah. That's the thing. And if Barkley doesn't play, his team is de- uh, depleted significantly. Not really. Yeah. I wouldn't say well for him. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't say well for him. Yeah, but I'm saying, and the running back, he depleted significant. <laughs> yeah. Yo, it is a really good defense, man. I can't stress it enough. That defense is a monster. Yeah. So. so that's going to be it for us, man. Thank you for listening to Locker Code DFS. Uh, thank you for checking the, yo, us out. Myth. Ray, good luck to everybody. DJ, good luck to everybody, yo. Good luck, yeah. guys. All yeah. right. See you next week. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> ha, <laughs>